Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Omarensi. 180 minutes of rage. So the Friday Night Free Show has begun. Steve Merrill will step up and in from Virginia. Uh, we'll talk baseball. Uh, we'll talk uh, sports. Um, you know, we always sort of uh, run the gauntlet when Steve uh, Merrill joins us. But we'll definitely hit the NASCAR as, of course, uh, NASCAR returns. Martinsville short track. So it should be a really uh, fun race. So we'll talk uh, NASCAR, baseball, and more little NBA uh, with Steve Merrill. Tony Finn steps up and in from Las Vegas, Nevada. Mick Aussie from Planet Mick over night AFL degenerate action um, speaking of the NBA this evening a big win for the New York Knicks that you know listen I've got nothing against the New York Knicks uh, but I was hoping that they wouldn't have won tonight considering I was on Memphis and man Memphis looked like Memphis were going to win this game but the Knicks who have lost a lot of close games win a close one in overtime 133 to uh, 129 is the playoff push is actually real right now. Boston were down all night to Minnesota. They come back. They end up um, winning by nine points, 145 to 136. Uh, we've laid it down on the Washington Wizards uh, plus the points, so we'll keep our eye on that. Uh, the Pelicans were a good play this evening. We decided to take the Pelicans plus the points, and then we were going to take the over, but we stayed away uh, from the over. Uh, but, you know, what's happened in the past isn't going to help us uh, make money moving uh, forward. Yet we are going to go down memory lane a little bit as uh, we have our first no-hitter, Joe Musgrove. And I like Musgrove tonight, actually. I like this strikeout prop as Musgrove looked good in his first start, and he looks great here this evening. We talk about San Diego's team chemistry, and they just have it, right? You know, they just have it. It's a dangerous baseball team, and this is just part of the story. It can't just be about a couple of guys, right? You know, like winning teams, you want everybody uh, to be successful. And listen, no hitters are cool, man. And, you know, especially in the modern day and age in which a lot of times, even if a guy's a no hitter going, they'll pull him. They'll say, yeah, he's got a no-hitter, but he was already at 116 pitches, and, you know, it's more the team is more important than the no-hitter. So it's nice to see Joe Musgrove run the table here. Now, we, we've been to one no-hitter before, and I've been to a lot of baseball games. The late-night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. It's your lucky day. You found the trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. Go ahead, kick the tires. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. .com. You're listening to the home of the winning edge. We're always here. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you don't have to mark your calendar or anything. What do you got going on anyway? That's what we thought. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. I gotta go down to the track, put it all on a horse. Why don't you put it in the bank? Bank? This is found money. I wanna parlay it. I wanna make a big score. Oh, you mean you wanna lose it? <laughs> Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. Tiger Woods didn't remember anything about his car wreck on February 23rd and believed he was in the state of Florida when a sheriff's deputy interviewed him at a Los Angeles area hospital after the crash. So I don't know. You know, let's let's add everything up. So dude's doing like 84 miles an hour in a 40 zone. Crashes through, and they made it seem like he was on Mount Everest, like he was a mountain goat or something like that. Wow, it's a difficult road. It's a tricky road. And you know, I saw the other day, I saw a video report for the local news in Los Angeles, and it said, well, you know, there's been 13 accidents alone here in the last six months. It's like, yeah, whatever, dude. There's 13 million car accidents in Los Angeles. Doesn't mean that Tiger Woods uh, wasn't like, you know, wasn't reckless and whatever else uh, he was but like I get it listen we've all been injured before and we've all had things I never thought I was in another state (laughs) so I don't really understand the the cop on the scene says that you know he was lucid and he didn't even know he was hurt so you have another cop saying that no he thought he was in the state of Florida after probably thought it was like the last crash um and we find out that, yeah, you know, he was going twice, twice the, uh, you know, more than double the limit, actually. Crashed through a medium. It's like, that's the thing. Like, like the way it was sort of described, it's a tough road, that he got caught off guard. It's like, not really. The guy was going reportedly 84 miles an hour in a slow zone and somehow managed in a ditch on the other side. Like, he crashed through the medium of palm trees and stuff, through the other lane, and then into a ditch. Thinks he's in another state after. And uh, uh, Tiger will say it's not only lucky that, like, the crash wasn't worse, but he's lucky that, I don't know, I guess the cops on the scene were fans of his or whatever because they can't go back in time they didn't they didn't do any tests on the spot but i do find it amusing actually um that the los angeles county sheriff's department releases a 22 page report <laughs> of course as the masters is going on great timing is steve merrill ready to go actually is mr merrill ready to uh, step up and in steve merrill what's going on steve yeah, Gabe, I saw last week they said they weren't going to release the details of the cause unless he gave permission. Has anything changed on that? No, as if he gave permission. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. Um, 
It's funny, though, Steve. They talked about you know him going double the limit leading into the Masters. It's very Hollywood. You know, I, I said this right after the crash that everything was off about everything that they said and everything. There was no real explanation as to how he ended up in the ditch. And then it went from the jaws of life thing that everyone thought he was about to die to really, nah, he's all right. And, you know, he thinks he's in the state of Florida. It's just amazing, Steve. The bottom line is, look, the, the, the initial cop on the scene said that he didn't believe that Tiger was intoxicated, but they never... They never did a blood test. They never tested him or anything, which is kind of uh, amazing when you find out he was going double the limit. And I brought up at the time to play Columbo and Matlock here, Steve, is they even, you know, it was even stated that he never hit the brakes and he never skidded. So he basically just flew off, flew off the road into the ditch, Steve, but you know, I see if you see it, he went through a medium and then through the other lane as well on the other side. So it's, it was pretty reckless. He's lucky he didn't kill somebody else along the way. But Tiger, uh, Tiger got a free pass on this, in my opinion, Steve. Well, that's the thing. If somebody else had gotten injured and if there was any kind of substance involved, I mean, you're in jail for a long, long time. So it's all fine and dandy when he only hurts himself. But, yeah, that's the bigger picture than really was lucky. It wasn't a daytime, like mid-afternoon. That's the only reason it's hard to believe he was blitzed. But then again, I guess it's possible. I like how the LAPD is now defensive about this because, you know, and I and listen, I'm not on a witch hunt. I've done stupid things in my life. Uh, but I'm just, you know, I'm just saying that I find it interesting that uh, now the LAPD is getting defensive and they're saying that officers and first responders did not notice anything wrong with his pupils. That is why a test was never conducted. I don't know how many other people's pupils uh, were, were fine, Steve, that ended up in, in a jail cell uh, after. Uh, they said that uh, they said his answers were not delayed and his speech was not slurred. Well, he just crashed into a ditch without hitting the brake. So, you know, as I stated, well, I didn't yeah, mean to. Yeah. I'm not trying to make the whole investigation here, Steve. But I don't think you have to be Matlock to figure this out. He got away with it. Guys, what, <laughs> the guy's legs were crushed. How could his speech not be slurred and his pupils not be dilated? It wouldn't matter one way or the other. I mean, the guy was like in trauma. So that's just as silly. I don't even yeah. see how that would be a test at that point. You know what I mean? I mean, it doesn't even make sense. And they said that they investigated, now they're saying they, which is not even, like, they said they investigated video footage from the uh, resort that he was staying at before he got into the car, and he did not appear to have poor dexterity. Uh, what they're leaving out, though, is that witnesses said the Tiger sped out of the parking lot and nearly ran someone over, actually, too, in the parking lot. So, um, as I stated, Steve, it's just funny, because during the Masters, during the Masters, bro, they talk about him like he's not there because he's on a mission in Sudan right now, right? He's on like a, he's on some sort of mission feeding the children, and this is why he can't be here. And it's just funny the perception though, like of like if an NFL player did this, he'd be like a reckless endangerment. And oh, I've had Tony Brown, like oh, you know, he was up to something. Tiger Woods actually has a history of this, and Jim Nance waxes exactly. poetic about how great it is. It's amazing, Steve. The double standard. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's just like Andy Reid saw before the Super Bowl. I mean, there's a history of problems oh. here, and Tiger Woods has a huge, uh, you know, substance and uh, alcohol, car-related crash incident down in Florida. So, 
I think there's more than probable cause here to question what happened because it has happened before. I don't know how the hell Reed's kid hasn't been charged yet either. Like, uh, um, has he not? I haven't that, followed it. But, no, uh, that's crazy. No, the, the investigation's ongoing, supposedly. Condition. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. No, I saw it. It's real sad too. Real cute little girl. Um, I think she's uh, she's brain dead. I think now. She's alive. That might be uh, why they haven't charged them, though. In all honesty, Gabe, they're probably you know I don't want to get too grim here, but my guess would be they're probably waiting to see you know what the outcome is there, and I would think you're going to see a charge pretty soon. Just my guess. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't think like because people are basically insinuating that. You know, that Andy Reid's kid is somehow getting preferential treatment, yet this isn't yeah. a uh, incident in in a bathroom of a strip club, guys. Like, this isn't like a, oh, yeah, we caught, you know what I mean? Like, no, you can't sweep something like this out of the carpet. Like, it's a little bit different. That's a good point that they could be waiting. Uh, but as far as, yeah, as far as the Masters is concerned, I got some action in on it, Steve. I don't mind. Listen, I love golf and I like the actual sport. Uh, you know, it's just the Masters is even worse than the other tournaments with it. They all lower their voice. They all talk like syrupy and stuff. Everything's great. Everyone's thinking about their dead parents all the time. Like, I swear to God, Steve, I heard the word dead and passed away dad like 72 times in an hour the other day. I couldn't take it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it was depressing. No, like every every golfer, oh, you know, he grew up playing golf with his dad. He has to be thinking about him after he just shot this good round at the Masters. And I'm thinking, you know, Steve, I bet you the guy's not thinking about his dead dad right now. I bet you the guy's thinking about, you know, how am I going to play the next hole? What's the leaderboard? <laughs> is, it gonna, is it starting to rain now? <laughs> like these guys, like Jim Nance, man, they think life's like one big Hallmark uh, postcard. Oh <laughs> I think it's if I hear the word Earl. If I, hear the, if I hear the words Earl Woods, another time I'm going to snap his father Earl. Like I said, they're all, all their wives, they're all named Amy, too. Bring it! <laughs> Winning Edge benefit number 27. Not having to explain to your wife why you lost. Sweet. You're listening to the trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. If you need a strategy, a plan, you've come to the right place. We're the home of sports gaming strategies and information to give you the winning edge. I mean, we're not just doing this for our health. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. Welcome to the 117th dust-up between the snort and swine of Springfield A&M and the Springfield University Nittany Tide. Oh, doctor, break out the hickory switch. <laughs> the snorting swine. 
That's <laughs> a great name. Hey, you know what, Steve? I think we have a new name for Washington. Like, I listen, I said the Hogs. I, I listen. I, you and I agreed yeah. on the Red Tails. Steve Merrill with us. Wager talk. We agreed on the Red Tails, and Merrill's actually a, an old school fan uh, of the team, old school season ticket holder. And the Red Tails, we're not going to live it over. We've been through it, but if you look it up, guys, the Red Tails. It's an old. Um, it's an old uh, Air Force World War Two. A platoon of pilots based out of the area who were uh, who were black. Um, so, in a modern era, if you're going from one name to another, and people even made up the designs, it looks awesome, and you know, just it, it works. But on a more simplistic thing, I mean, come on, Steve, the nickname for the team and the line was always the Hogs, right? I know, like they're not going to call an NFL yeah, team I mean- the Hogs, but. You know, it, it works, but I'm just getting a kick out of the Simpsons there. The snorting swine. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'll tell you a nickname that I'd be on board with also is actually the pigskins. As, as crazy as that sounds, because it has that hog background to it. And obviously, pigskin means football. <laughs> the pig and let's skins. take it a step further. Well, and, well and people will get even madder than that. <laughs> You'll see, they'd be like, oh, no, they'd be like, you can't. Yeah, pigskins. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't call them the pigskins. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, I, I, I didn't even think of the skins reference. I got you. Yeah, the redskins and pigskins. Yeah, but actually, wouldn't that be a great way to stick it to them, though? I think that'd be fantastic. That's my new number one choice now is pigskins. It's got the it's got the skins in it still, so they could go they could go by skin still, which is kind of their nickname in the past anyway, and it would be pigskins, so it wouldn't be an Indian thing anymore. It's got the hog background. I like that, actually. I don't think it's offensive. I like pig skins. I'm getting on board with that. I actually think that sounds better than Red Tails, even though Red Tails would have some cool uh, some logos and, you know, merchandise and stuff. Uh, but the hogs was really like the 1980s during the heyday with Gibbs and, you know, Mark May. Yeah, when they were good. Gus Grimm, Jeff Bostick. <laughs> right, exactly. And they won their Super Bowls, the first two Super Bowls with them. Um, but that was kind of a short-lived thing. But, yeah, that's when they were great. But, I didn't even think of that, Gabe. Honestly, pigskins, redskins, I didn't even make that analogy. Um, but they do go by the skins. So, I mean, I don't know. I kind of like that, actually. I don't, I don't, you think that would be controversial? Um, yeah, it would be. Yeah, you know what? It, people Why? wouldn't like it, though, Steve. People wouldn't like it because of the name pigskin either. Like, it's not, it doesn't sound like the Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington pigskins. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it's sort of like, yeah, yeah, it just doesn't, tail. yeah, like, well, yeah, you're gonna put a peg, and then they're just gonna highlight exactly, like, oh, like I don't know, the balls are synthetic, anyways, probably, anyway. So are they really even leather? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I but I think it's cowhide. Um, you know it's actually cowhide. Think, so. Yeah, it's cowhide. It's, it's good, good point. So uh, once again, everything's in the Simpsons when Lisa wants to play football. She goes, "That's right, a girl wants to play football." Ned Flanders is like, good, we already have four girls on the team. She's like, well, I don't want to play a sport that brutalizes and plays with the skin of a pig. <laughs> and they respond. They're like, no, the balls are synthetic. When every, every ball sold, a dollar goes to Amnesty International. <laughs> she, she cries, she runs away. <laughs> but, Steve, uh, but Steve, I can't believe this. I never planned on this, but you know, it just sort of happens. I opened up with Tiger and we rolled in uh, to this. But how about this for irony, though, guys? I want to get into this a little, little, little later on. I just I saw a story in Forbes about the 20th richest 
sports owners, all right, in the world right now. So I was curious. I'm like, yeah, who really is? Who's like the number one guy? And I've never heard of them. The number two guy is Steve Ballmer of the Clippers. Steve Ballmer, Steve, mm-hmm. has $68.7 billion. So that's his net worth. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the record, he's Mark up 30%. He's up 30%, Balmer, for whatever reason during the pandemic. He's doing well. So, <laughs> um, but so, you know, number number three is Daniel Gilbert, right? Guy owns the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. He owns Quicken Loans mm-hmm. and Rocket Mortgage. So he's got $51.9 billion. Uh, number four is a guy that owns um, Rene, uh, French soccer team. He's got $42 billion. He sells luxury goods in France. Uh, but the number one guy in the world, Steve, the richest sports owner in the world, his name is um, Mukesh Ambani. Mukesh Ambani. All right, he's got a diversified portfolio. He's essentially one of the biggest entrepreneurs and richest men uh, in India. All right, so he's got eighty-four point five billion dollars. So I'm thinking, I'm like, well, man, I'm like, Mukesh Ambani, I've never heard of this guy. What team does he own? Like, you know what I mean? You know, I'm thinking I'd know what NBA team he owned. I know he doesn't own an NFL team. So I'm like, what team? So I just like the irony. He owns a cricket team who happen to be the best cricket team, like, in the world right now. Um, and cricket's a big sport. The name of the team, the Mumbai Indians. <laughs> uh. So it's just funny. But they're they Indians. Indians. Yeah. They're India. They're Indians. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah but they're Indians. Like, Mumbai like Indians, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. I guess so. Yeah, it's okay there. The, Moom- <laughs> the Mumbai Indians. Yeah, yeah. I was just wondering, though, if people, in, if anyone in India is like, hey, listen, I find this name to be like, you know, we, why is the name of the team the Mumbai Indians? I just, I got, I thought he was Steve, actually, and it was unrelated. Like, I wasn't like... I didn't start reading this story for some like name, you know, debate. You know what I'm saying? But I got I laughed out loud when I was like, "Oh man, the team in India is actually called the Indians." <laughs> yeah, well, it's like the, the, American, the Mumbai it's like Indians, the American League. Yeah, yeah, it'd be yeah. like the American League in baseball. You know, no, nobody thinks twice about that. But yeah, isn't that funny? How it's it's okay to call Indian people Indians. Yet it's politically incorrect. And of course, the reason Native Americans are Indians is because the great genius Christopher Columbus thought he was in India when he you know, discovered Central or South America, wherever he first landed. Um, some full circle, <laughs> 700 years later, 600 and some years later. Uh, I just love the fact, yeah, Mumbai Indians. That's the name of the team. <laughs> like, I shared these. I was like, I literally laughed, and how many, laughed how many out loud. How many people are protesting probably around, the, you know, how many people like in the U.S. would protest over that if you told them there's a Mumbai Indians team? We need to shut this down right now. Oh, yeah, man, I'm on board. Oh, yeah. Give me the petition right oh. now. I'll sign it. Oh, dude. <laughs> I bet you I have great sports takes all that. the time. I got no no love on Twitter. I bet you, Steve, if we started this, we got a hashtag going to be 80,000, like 80,000 trenders yeah. what's this mumbai indians i'm outraged <laughs> and then we'll set them Cancel up they're culture. indian they're indian what are you going to yeah. tell them you're going to tell a bunch of guys in mumbai what to call their team <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you don't like india people you racist <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's true though what point though, are we going to say you can't call it indian food but you can't call it chinese food 
Like that's a like well, you know what I mean? Like it's was. Yeah, it's it's very Chinese bad. food. Yeah, yeah. yeah especially it, during the pandemic. Yeah, bad stuff. You know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> no, but it like everything. Yeah, everything. Everything is like um, you know. At some point, people are going to get offended by everything. Uh, but I like the uh, the Mumbai Indians uh, name. Great name. And for the record, they're a power too. Uh, it's they just won the Not India them, Premier actually. League championship. Now I know this. I'm going to yeah, bet on them in the future. The yeah, they're yeah. like the New York Yankees or cricket, I believe, or you know the Manchester United or whatever. Whoever's the power now, but um, yeah, Gabe. They, they, one more politically incorrect thing I have to get from you. So I don't get this whole you know pro, preferred pronoun he she. And I, I don't put that on my email tags. I don't think you do either. That your preferred pronouns is he and him or whatever. But if you had to go with an alternative, Gabe, what would it be? I think there's like 300 choices now that are acceptable. I don't know any of them, of course, but I'd love to know what you I, and Cam Stewart would go with. I just open up every email with, hey. <laughs> I don't use, <laughs> I guess, I was I was ahead of the curve. I was ahead of the curve as far as, um, as far hey, as not you? using, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and I usually, I, at times I've opened up with, uh, with F-bombs. So I don't call people Mrs. Or, or Mr. Yeah, I don't do the Mrs. or Mr. to begin with, Steve. I'm always ahead of the curve. You know what I mean? Everyone's equal to me. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah hey, yo. That's another one. I go the Razor Ramon one. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think, uh, I think, hey, yo would be the way to go. I'm looking up right now how many people watched the uh, Cricket World Cup. Like, you want real numbers. You want like it's real how big cricket pe- is. It really is. I don't think people realize it in our continent. Even I don't. Like we know soccer is big, but maybe soccer is still bigger. But cricket is not far behind internationally. And yeah, I've cricket's number two cricket after years. soccer. So here it is, Amazing. Steve. The last World Cup in 2019. Um. They topped out at 1.6 billion people for the championship game. Insane. <laughs> Insane. Like they, they, uh, they averaged 706 million viewers for the entire game, but the peak, the peak picked up at 1.6 billion. 1.6 billion. I know because I was in a fantasy world and years ago, um, we did a little business and some guys like that. We realized like cricket is actually like the biggest fantasy thing. It crushes like NFL fantasy football and stuff. And it's a different marketplace, guys. It's just massive. Like, like guys, the NFL for the record, a good Super Bowl, 40 million people are watching. You know, 60 million, whatever, 45 million. Like 706 million people was the average. They peaked at 1.6 billion. Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? It's okay. Breathe. You found it. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Sports is everywhere, every day, and so is the information about it. We cut through all the clutter and bring you actionable insights and expert perspectives every single day. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better at it. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Ridge. You guys think Alabama and Auburn's a rivalry, Michigan and Ohio State? The, the, The most intense rivalry in sport, Pakistan, India, cricket. Uh, listen, these countries already want to nuke each other as it is all the time, right? Like, like in their neighbors, they're both like nuclear powers. And like, they're both very into cricket. And Steve, I'm telling you, bro, it's insane, bro. Like, it's insane. And in fact, like, I just punch it in right now. In 1990, um, they've done it a few times. 2017, but 1999 was the bad one. They were losing, and they didn't like the way it was going, Steve, so they just set fire to the stadium. They burnt the stadium down. It's like one way to end the game. Like, they they didn't like the way the game was going. (laughs) So they decided, you know what, we're going to end this right now. Reminds me also of the greatest match-fixing operation ever. In the EPL, and 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 this is years ago in the EPL. It wasn't even about 20 years ago, maybe, 25 years ago. Steve, so the, the match fixers, the whatever the soccer game is official, I think it's at the half or it was like it's the 50 the 51 minute mark. It's like football, I know it's 55, et cetera. I don't know what it is for soccer. I think it's 51 minutes or 50 minutes or whatever. Whatever, whatever it was, they basically they paid off someone at work at the uh, electric company, Steve, to right, exactly. they bribed a dude for a power failure. But you like a prolonged one. Yeah, so they, they paid the guy. Turned out they gave the guy like 40000 bucks at the time or whatever. And they said, listen, you don't have to hurt anybody. All we're asking you to do is to like screw the power up around the stadium. But they said, it's got to stay off. <laughs> like it can't come back on. It's got to pop up. But the thing is, the guy shut the power off for like the entire town, Steve. Like the lights were screwed up. The hospitals, like they were pissed after, bro. Like, um, and they found out, like, that it was by design. I'm telling you, man, in Europe and overseas, Steve, they don't play around when it comes to throwing a game. They don't just try to pay a kid off. Like, they, they think of everything. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd say the UNLV, because that's the first thing that came to mind. You remember that game about 15 years ago or so in which they um, had the power outage, like, at the 48-minute mark, so it wasn't official, I think. But um, I, I always think of that in the back of my mind. I'll tell someone, hey, look, you know, we've got the over. It's the third quarter. They've already gone over the total. I was like, 
Now we just got to get to the 55 minute mark. I'll usually say now the power just has to stay on because I'm telling you, it ain't over till it's <laughs> over. Like Yogi Berra said, you and I have been doing this a long time. We've seen some crazy stuff happen. Um, by the way, I'm looking at world populations here since we're talking about India. Just to put this in perspective for everybody, 17% of every human being on earth lives in India and China, basically. 35% of all human beings live in China and India. One third of the population of the earth is in those two countries. United States is third. India is more than four times more populated than the United States. So that just puts into perspective how big cricket is and why that guy is so rich. And uh, based on population, Gabe, where do you think Canada ranks number-wise of ranking on the population list? I was going to give you an over/under, but I want—I don't want to give it away. So let me see oh. if you can get within. We can get within five. Do you think? I, I could not. Have. Gonna, I would yeah. have been off by a little bit. The population. I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say. Um, they are like 87th. No, 39th. But I would have been probably even 39th. higher. I would have probably said 20-something. Yeah, it, it, you know, I mean, you, let me give you who the 87 is, by the way. 87 is Greece, which is interesting. That's a big-name country. Yeah. Uh, Greece the thing is, is Canada million. is... And that's crazy, because that's it. Canada is like a massive landmass, but it, the people are all spread right. out. Right? And then you got Greece, not that big, and they're crammed in. <laughs> it's like the USA. You got 350 million people. It's a big country, but it's a hell of a lot of people uh, in, in the country. So, yeah, you know, when you put it in perspective, though, so, you know what I mean? There's, so, we think, you know, you'd think everyone loves cricket, but only 700 million people did. <laughs> Out of all the billions. Right. right? Out of all the billions, only seven, 700 million uh, people did. I'm telling you, I've been on cricket before. Uh, the problem with cricket is I don't, I don't fully understand it. Right, like I get it, I sort of get it. It's a lot like baseball, uh, but at the same like point in time, different. <laughs> yeah, it's like baseball, but they don't wear gloves, and they sort of bat at once, Steve. Like you'll see the score; it's like two hundred to nothing and stuff. Right, exactly. yeah, no, like two hundred. Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. You're like, you're down 202 to what? You're, it's like 222 to nothing. And you'll see the team is down 222 to nothing, still favored. <laughs> and you're like, what the hell? Like, I tell you, and you're like, no, no, but yeah, these other guys get to bat leg for 40 times in a row. And they're going to kill them after. <laughs> right? Like, it's one of those type of deals. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Those guys can pitch those and the teams. the games go on for a like, long time. Those guys can yeah, pitch. the games go on for a oh, long yeah. time. What's that? Yeah, yeah, they got they, they those guys can pitch, but they yeah, yeah, you're right. They've got like that's the thing, bro. There's like you got to know like there there's some of them are five day matches, so like there's like one day matches, five day matches. Like there's different types, which if you don't know going in, you bet it and you find out. You got to wait four days, you know. Uh, Australia's into it too. Australia, um, South Africa is really good at cricket. South Africa, Australia is good, India is good, uh, Pakistan uh, is good. They seem to be the world powers. I don't know if I'm leaving anybody out, but uh, you know, I'm well, not well, opposed Pakistan, to a cricket future. Well, here's the thing: Pakistan is the fifth most populated country in the world, 220 million, which shocks me. So you're talking about India and Pakistan, two of the top five most populated countries. Cricket is big, so you can see why this is happening. Let me tell you this: out China, obviously, is number one. India, two. U.S., three. Pakistan is fifth. Brazil is sixth. 
Who do you think number four is? I would not have gotten this right, and I'm still surprised just looking at it. And I would have maybe said Brazil or Russia or something. It's not any. Oh, other. yeah, we're forgetting about Russia. France. Think? What about France? Is pretty yeah, big. Russia's ninth. Russia's ninth in population. But who do you think number four is? I would never have guessed this. Mexico. Indonesia. Mexico's tenth. Wow. Yeah, Indonesia. Mexico's tenth. I don't really? know if they do cricket there or not, but I'm shocked. I thought I was somewhat world, world, worldly, you know, Man. known or knowledge was. Good, I gotta be honest with you. I think Indonesia. I, I, I always, yeah, I would have guessed it's like a small little beach area. That's what I thought. Like, like Indonesia. I know. Like, I'm nah, shocked. Like, I, I got to plead ignorant to that too, Gabe. Yeah. All right, here it is. Yeah, I I'm found surprised. it to win outright. Indian Premier League. All right, when does it start up again? The Mumbai Indians plus two seventy five. I want in. It never stops. They just keep playing. <laughs> I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting to give you guys a cricket future tonight. But yeah, there it is. Take the Mumbai Indians. <laughs> take the Mumbai Indians to win the Indian Premier League. How long is their regular season? Does anyone know? <laughs> is this like a two-year run? <laughs> they might not even. Know. Like how long? I'm not even sure they know. Like, yeah, please, if anyone knows how long the Indian, like how long do we have to wait? Like if you if we actually play this, the Indian Premier League future with the Mumbai Indians, who seem to be the powerhouse with the richest man in the world, it's like buying stock. I want in on this guy's stock. Um, uh, and for the record, you, you can actually buy the stock of this guy's company. Well, you got to factor in the ruble conversion rate also if you're betting on Indian futures. I would think. I have no clue what that is oh, right yeah, now. I turn into like trillions. The Indian ruble. Um, <laughs> the Indian ruble. Is how it is. I wouldn't have known. You're making me yeah, feel no, dumb. I know like my you said, I'm getting dumber. I'm getting dumber with age. <laughs> uh, now, normally, I'd know populations. Now, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not sure. All right, Steve. So let me ask you about uh, the Blue Emu. Uh, Blue Emu. And it's yeah. funny. I thought of the Blue Emu. And I think of Johnny Bench when I think of Blue Emu. Hi, I I'm Johnny too. Bench for Blue Same Emu. Here. Yeah, it works. Yep. I, was, I thought about that. I'm like, all your advertising work. Because when I saw Blue Emu, I'm like, all right, Johnny Bench. Hey, I'm just, but they fired uh, <laughs> Bubba Elliott, uh, Bubba Wallace. Um, uh, because um, he walked off last year. Remember, he stormed off one of the E-races? <laughs> I was like, man, Blue Emu takes their sponsorship seriously. Um, so, yeah, Blue, the Blue Emu 500. Um, so, yeah, you got to like this, Steve. Some uh, some short track racing. We, you know, we had the dirt race, and then we were off last week. Now we've got... Uh, now we got some short track stuff. That this is the old school training paint uh, track, right? Yeah, I mean, hey, look, Virginia does it right. My home state does it right. We've got Martinsville, a half mile. We've got Richmond, my home track, a three quarter mile, and then the only other short track is Bristol, which technically is right over the border in Tennessee, but is almost in Virginia. So I'll take some credit for that as well. Um, the difference, of course, though, between the three tracks is pretty extreme, as you know, Gabe. I mean, Bristol is like a coliseum with banking like Daytona. Martinsville is a yeah. flat track, so there'll be only two half miles, but I really don't compare the two. I will say this, so a couple of weeks ago in that dirt race, they brought in so much dirt to Bristol that the banking in the corners was a lot less than normal, and lo and behold, Martin Truex Jr., who's been terrible at Bristol in his career, goes out there, wins the truck race as a 20-to-1 underdog, is third place in the final lap till he cuts a tire, finishes 19th, very misleading, by the way. He ran well in the cup race. Um, and now he's been very good at Martinsville. In fact, he has the best driver rating the last three years of the previous six races. So I think Truex Jr. will definitely be someone to look at. 
After that, the next three guys with average driver rating the last three years, the three Penske drivers, Logano, Blaney, and Keselowski. And uh, we know how they've been in a lot of tracks this year. Uh, so I would expect those to be the suspects. Uh, Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott have also been strong here. And especially, you know, we saw Logano win on the dirt, uh, the dirt track as well. Um, so are we at the point, what do you think of Logano? Logano 7-1 right now. Truex is plus 450. So, you know, that's what I like. We talked about it, guys, earlier uh, weeks ago with these other races where there was bigger odds with everybody. So it made it kind of interesting. Now we're sort of getting here. Truex is settling in as the favorite here, Steve, at plus 450. Is that enough value for you? You know Logano could win this. You mentioned uh, Koslowski on Denny Hamlin at 7-1. We can't take everybody. But to me, it's Logano or Truex. Yeah, they've got the two best average driver rated to the last six. Uh, Truex has won two of those six. Top four and four of those six, or top five, rather. Um, Blaney, though, Ryan Blaney, Logano's teammate, five top fives in six races with no wins, though. He is so tricky, Gabe. He's been as fast as anybody the last couple of years. But unlike Logano, Truex, these other veterans, Blaney either wins the damn thing or he finishes like 20th, you know? So for a head-to-head yeah. matchup, Blaney's a little more risky. But I think to an at-win ticket, he looks good. Uh, Truex and Logano do look very good in head-to-head matchups. So uh, most likely they'll be top five cars in that race. The thing is, guys, too, you know, it's sort of like when we talk about golf with Cam and Cam six-pack and golf, you know, you're getting 35 to ones and 40 to ones, et cetera, but it's not crazy. You know what I mean? It's, you, you, I can live with this, Steve. You know, you're taking two guys and, you know, I get it. It's, you know, it's sort of like the dumb theory, though, of buying, oh, I bought a million dollars of lottery tickets. I have a great chance of winning now. And in a NASCAR race, even having two drivers, you don't have a great chance of winning. But that's when I look at this. I think Truex Jr. is going to win or Logano is going to win. Logano 7-1, Truex is plus 450. If you only bet those two and one of them win, it's still a nice profit. If you were doing that with sports, you'd be loving it. If you took off taking a baseball dog at 700 and a, and a 450 underdog and one of them wins, we'll wrap up with Merrill on the other side. Sports info is everywhere. We cut through all the clutter and bring you actionable insights and expert perspectives every single day. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. How would you rather feel? Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? Just breathe, dude. Or swimming in the warm waters of confidence that comes from having the winning edge? We thought so. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network.
educational uh, first hour of the program this evening. So uh, I asked how long this uh, cricket season is for. And you know what? We got Ken, Ken uh, listening in England. We've got a lot of international viewers and listeners. James, uh, James McGinnis is in Australia. We've got people in the UK. We've got people in Germany. Uh, we got people in San Diego. <laughs> we got people all over the place. What's up, Paco Healy? Paco Healy in San Diego. So yeah, we got people all over the place. But so they're telling me that the, the premier season, Steve, it's only six weeks or so. And I'm like, no, that can't be. And I look it up, and it's true. And I got to tell you, these guys, um, NBA players, better never see this, man. If North American athletes <laughs> ever find this out. Uh, IPL players are only contracted for the duration of the tournament, less than two months. Um, then basically the money like that they get paid is from like the money from the tournament, like a pool, and there's an average salary. Um, unlike other sports leagues, which players are contracted by a single team for the entire year. And these guys are big stars, bro, <laughs> these cricket players. So imagine if LeBron and Kevin Durant were free agents and Kawhi Leonard were free agents every two months. May God help us all, Steve. <laughs> well, can you imagine if these guys got paid to win? How awesome that would be? Like in MMA, where the guys get the you know fight bonuses. I mean, that's why MMA is so great because they go at it. They're hungry to earn. You know, they're not millionaires. And how great would NASCAR be if these guys weren't making as much as they're making now? That's why NASCAR was great 30, 40 years yeah. ago. By the way, because those guys really guys that do anything to win beat each other up when they wrecked each other. Yeah, it's a good point. It's sort of like golf, where. Whatever, dude. You finish. If you're the 37th guy every week, you're making tens of millions of dollars a year, Steve. Yeah, like you're, you're killing. So it's a guy I don't win, but I made $8 million last year. And I play golf for a living. <laughs> so, Steve Merrill, wager talk. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, dude. Bring it. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.